So, and before we, we start, uh, let's, let's open up with prayer. Let's open with prayer. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for this day, Lord God. We, th- we thank you that we are in a, t- a, t- a time where you want us to be, that we are here this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you have a word for us this morning, for us as a church. We thank you that we know that you are here as it's, Says in your word, Lord God, where two more are to, 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 together around your name, that you are in the midst of them. And I pray, Lord, that, that we are aware of your, your presence this morning. I pray, Holy Spirit, that as we, as we bring the word today, that you will come and bring new and fresh revelation to everyone this morning about who you are, Lord God, about the, the power that is in your blood. I pray, Lord, for your spirit of wisdom and understanding to be here this morning. I, pr- I pray, Lord, that every word that we speak and think, that it will come from the mouth of the Father, that not one thing that we say today is from us as the people, but, but, but everything that we say and speak comes from your mouth. We thank you for that, Holy Spirit, and I pray, Holy Spirit, that as I bring the word as well, that you will protect my heart, my mind, my speech, Lord God, and I pray that as we bring the word and as you bring revelation to people, that healings will occur this morning, healings in people's hearts, in their minds, in their bodies, because we know that you are a great God and that nothing is impossible for you. We thank you, Jesus. We love you, Father. We love you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Ah, it's good to be in church again this morning. So, um, who's been watching news lately? Just about um, everyone, because there's, there's lots happening in the world today. There's a lot happening in Ukraine, Russia, and Israel. Um, there's lots of um, prophetic in, um, in, in, in individuals on the internet, and they all speak about the end times all the time. Like, you can't, you can't look at the internet and not see something about, um, about the, um, the end times. And it's interesting, in, in Matthew 24, the Lord sp- spoke about how it will be in the end times. He said, um, as it was in the days of Noah, and, and also he speaks about as it was with um, Sodom and um, Gomorrah, so it will be in the end of days. It's fine. It, it, it will happen today, so it's all good. Um, again, he says, as it were in those days, so it will be now as well. And how was it in those days? There were lots of sexual immorality. There were lots of violence. And his disciples and they asked him all the time, Jesus, but um, what's, what's the sign? You know, what, what will 
happen at the end of the times? How will we know? What will we see? How will things work out? Um, and they ask him all these, these, um, these, these signs, but there's one thing he said. The number one thing he said when everyone spoke about in, in, um, the, the times and everything, the signs and things that will happen, he said, and there's, there's a, 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 a slide um, for that up there. Um, he, he said to his, his, his disciples, take heed that no one deceives you. So the people are looking for signs and wonders, and they're looking for all these things. But the very first thing the Lord says to everyone is, take heed, let no one deceive you. So he said to us, us, he said to us, you, you have to learn to discern. We have to learn to discern, and we learn to discern by being in the Word of God, by beginning to know Him more and more and more, that we know His truth, so that in the end, at times, there will come things, we will see lots of things and hear things, but we will know in our hearts, yes, this is true, or yes, this is not. Because we learned to discern, and the Lord said, the very the first thing is, do not let anyone deceive you. Do not let anyone deceive you. Take heed that no one deceives you. As I remember um, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, with lockdown and the whole vaccine stuff, um, I, th I think, I think the, one of the, the, the biggest thing about the vaccine wasn't the actual vaccine itself. It was, it was because there were very, um, how can I put this, true rumors. Is, is, is there such a thing? It was a true rumor that some vaccines um, contained like um, animal um, DNA. And, and I'm not sure if, if, if you guys can remember in the 90s they, 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 they cloned a sheep called Holly or Molly, Dolly. Yes, Dolly, the sheep from Scotland. She was from Scotland, I suppose. Um, so she was there, and, 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 and in 2002, 3, 4, 5, 6, around there, there was also in the news where they actually, um, there was a, Japan, no, a Chinese guy that cloned people. And for that, also he got um, jailed. And and what we can, can, can see is, is that nowadays it, it, it comes again to the this, 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 this surface that the, the enemy tries to corrupt our genes and our DNA and our bloodline. And it's as in the days of Noah and Sodom and Gomorrah. As in the days of Noah, so what happened then in his days, the, the people or the, the fallen angels that was there, they took for them wives of humans, okay? And with that, they corrupted the human bloodline and, and the, 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 the DNA, 
And that's one thing why the Lord said, let there be a flood to wipe out all that wickedness. So that's just an interesting thought. And also the story of um, Sodom and Gomorrah, there was this, this um, story where was it Lot that hit the two men in his house. So those two men were angels. So we always heard and we always read that the men there said that to be straight, as it says in Scripture, they wanted to have sex with those men because they were homosexuals and all of that. It was more than that. In those days, they knew those men were angels, heavenly beings. So it's all about that power and whatever else. So they, even then they started to, to try, or, or, or the enemy tried to corrupt a bloodline. Um, and again, it's happening now still. It, it's as if the enemy it doesn't want to learn. So with that, what we know as believers is there's only one thing that can overcome those evil plans of the enemy, and that is the, the power that is in the blood of Jesus. Amen? The power that is in the blood of Jesus. And, and, and I believe, and, and that's, that's sort of also the, the word that the Lord put on my heart today, is that in these last days that we will get a much a deeper understanding and a, and a revelation on the power that is in the blood of Jesus. Amen. I mean, and I'm going to start um, to read. I mean, if it's on the board, it's on there, but if not, it's okay. Um, you guys can turn to Genesis 1, verse 26, the first half. Genesis 1, verse 26. Genesis 1, 26. And it says there, Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. So, what is the image and the likeness of God? If we are made in His image and His likeness, then we have to know but God, what is that image and likeness? And up there, there's a, a, a slide, but there's a, there's a few things. If, if we want to know who He is, we, we, we go to His Word because He is the Word. And it says in His Word, and now you, you need to stay tuned, it says that He is light. In John 8, verse 12, he says that I am the light of the world. So we, we, we know his, his light. We know his life. In, in 1 John 5, it says, This is the true God and eternal life. So eternal life, not temporary, eternal life. So his light, his life. It says in John 14 that I am the way, the truth, and the life. So he's also truth. 
So his light, his life, his truth, and it, it's also said in 1 John 4 verse 8, he is love. He who does not love does not know God because God is love. So his life, his light, his truth, and his love. So it's not, it's not a part of his character. It's literally who he is. He is light. He is life. He is truth. He is love. So if we say that we are made in his image according to his likeness, I want us to understand today is that we are beings of light. As a believer, we are beings of light, and we have to understand that. So before we got saved, um, there was just a little bit of light within us, because why? Without that light, we wouldn't have life. We will just be lying there on the, gr- the, uh, on the ground. So before we were uh, believers, a little bit of light, not much. But that instance, we understood who He is, our heavenly God and our Savior and our Redeemer, and we accepted Him within our lives. That instance, our spirits became fully, fully, fully restored to the way He wanted for us to be in the first place. Fully restored. So we became full on beings of light. Our spirits are light. So we became, your spirit became like, like Adam and Eve before the fall. So to explain that, if you um, as well, if, if you walk into a dark room, you switch on the light, né? boom, the darkness is gone. Now just Im- imagine what the Lord wants for us as well that you are a being of light, you carry His light and His life and His truth within you, so that when you walk into a room where there is spiritual darkness, darkness flees. It doesn't hang around. It flees because of the light and the life that is within you. Make sense? But for us, the big thing is, is we need to know who we are in Christ. We need to know our identity in Him. If we don't know who we are in Him, if we don't know that we are beings of light, if we don't fully understand and walk in, in that we are made in His image, His likeness, then, then we can't be effective in what He wants us to do. And the enemy wants us to believe that. And he wants to say, you know what, everything of you is wrong and sinful and blah, 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 because he wants you to sit in a dump, because when you're in a dump and everything in the world around you is way too much and that's where you are the whole time, then you are not an active believer. Then you're not an um, not active, effective uh, believer of, of, of the Word, and you're not effective in what the Lord wants you to do. So that's, that's what the enemy wants us to know. But for us, 
as believers, as being of light, we are created for war. We are created to wherever we go, not to figure out darkness and how it works. We are there to destroy the darkness. Let darkness flee. So that's, that's who we are. That's, that's what we are. And everything that we do sometimes is like, um, we, we, we as believers, we like to fight battles. There's even a, a song, this is how I fight my battles, which is good. I'm not going to sing, otherwise the church is going to run empty. But it's, it's good to, to fight your battles because we need to we have the spiritual armor and we have all of that. We need to fight it. However, it is more, how do we fight our battles? How do we fight? Do, do we... You, you get some, some um, it's luckily not in this church, but you get some individuals, they like to just beclay the whole time, just fight and struggle, and you have to walk out there with battle scars and some blue, it, blow collar, what's that in English? A, a blow call. A bruise. A blue bruise. Okay, a blow call. And, 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 and it, it makes us feel happy and good. But that's, that's the wrong way to fight your battle. Because when you do it that way, you do it from your own strength, where we shouldn't fight the, the battles that way. What we should do is not to fight the battle, but to enforce victory. Does that make sense, to enforce the victory. I'm going to speak about that more, but, but for us as well, we, we need to remember, as a believer, it says in Scripture that we are seated in heavenly places next to Jesus. So we fight from that perspective. So we enforce the victory that has already been won by His blood on the cross. Does it make sense? Okay. If not, I'll be here afterwards for questions. Um, Genesis 2 verse 7. Genesis 2 verse 7. It says the following. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living being. So I want you to see this in your mind now. There's an individual lying there, lifeless, just in the dust. And imagine here comes the Lord of heaven, the Creator, and he puts his mouth over his nose. Just imagine that. God comes and he puts his mouth over his nose and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and he breathed. He breathed into his nostrils breath of life and man became a living being. So, in the first scripture we read in, in 1 verse 26, we said that we are created in the image and likeness of God. 
So how were we created in the image and likeness of God? By him putting his mouth over our nostrils, over man's nostrils, and he breathed life into mankind. And they received life. So when he, he, he breathed into men, remember the Lord is life and his light. So when he breathed into man, his life and his light went into us and we became alive. We received life. It's as he, he kindled, as if he kindled, um, it's like he, he kindled life into us. Now for 99.9% of the, the people here, because we are Namibians, you know what happens with a hot a coal when you put air on it, like comes a little bit of smoke and then a little bit more and then there's a flame. So we, we kindle that, that the, the, the fire by breathing life into it. And that's the same thing he did with us. Um, it's something I, sh I shared a, a while ago about when, when we breathe, the first, the, first the, the, the breath that we take that, that when we inhale, it's like, <sighs> that inhale is his name, that inhale and exhale is, <sighs> inhale, exhale, because we have his light in us, his life in us. When we breathe, we breathe who he is, his light and his life into, um, into the world. It says in, in um, Psalms 150, 150 verse 6, it says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And I believe that everything that has breath, each time you breathe, you praise the Lord because you declare His life and His light that is within you. Make sense? And when He breathes in us his light and his life. That's something eternal. It doesn't stop. It goes on forever and ever and ever because his breath is eternal. And that's, that's, that should for, um, for us, it should for, um, be for us a, 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 a warning as well. We read throughout the whole scriptures that we need to be careful when we speak and what we speak. Because what we have within us, His light and His life, it can bring things into being. It can feed things. It can kindle some things. So if we speak negative things all the time and we, that's what we say and speak and that's what we live, we, we use what is within us for something wrong and we kindle the wrong stuff. However, when we use that life and light within us and we speak into the right things, we build up, we make new, we, we walk in what he has, um, he has for us. So I want you to Im Im imagine in your eye, these, there lies 
Uncle Adam in the sand and in the dust. And as the Lord puts his, his life within him, he, he, he breathes within him, you can see throughout him, everywhere in his dead body, the light flows everywhere within him, and that light brings life to every part of his body. Every cell, every organ, um, um, these, 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 um, everything with, with, within him is, um, before the fall was filled with that life of God. And I believe that as, um, as um, um, I believe that Adam, before the fall, within his veins was light and life. The light and life of Jesus. Not the blood as we know it, but light and life that always moved through his veins. And that light and that life that ignited within him creativity, inspiration, and the ability to do what God has called him to do. And even before the fall, with the light and the life and the truth that was within him, I believe like Adam and Eve walked with the Lord, they also then had the mind of Christ. It was uncorrupted. They had him in them to the full extent, so they had the mind of Christ within them. And that's how they walked. That's how they talked. That's what they were thinking and how they were thinking of things because they had the mind of Christ within them. But then, you know, sin came and it separated us from Jesus, from the Father. And we did not again have the mind of Christ. And we will only have that again when we truly accept the Lord as our King and our Lord, a Savior. And when we fully understand what power is in His blood and what He did for us on the cross. Why do I say that? And, and, and I know I'm, I'm today I'm just going to speak a little bit overall. There's no fixed structure today. But, but for us, there's, there's some things that I hope the Lord speaks and that we understand today. That we, we believe in, in Christ and, and, and we say, you know what, I believe in Him and we are His children. And then we say Scripture because we like to, 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 to quote things. We, we, we say things um, like it says in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 16, it says that I have the mind of Christ. If you, have, if, if you say that and if you quote that, why don't you think about heavenly things all the time? If you have the mind of Christ. To, to be truly a believe that when we got saved, we, we are in a new bloodline. We are totally renewed. And yes, we do have his mind. But why don't we think like he thinks all the time? 
We say, we say in, in Philippians 4, there's this one scripture, which we, we hear it all the time. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But if we say that, and if, if we truly believe it, why do we complain? Because if you can do all things with Christ within you, then why do we complain? We only com complain when we struggle, when we have issues, and we feel oh, the Lord's not here, the Lord does not want to support my work, <laughs> then we com 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 complain. So, my God supplies all my needs. In Philippians 4 verse 19, my God supplies all, all my needs. Can you help out? I'm not going to make it this month, man. I, I need a little bit extra. I go to the bank, I make a loan, and I buy a TV. The Lord supplies all my needs through a bank loan. No, we, we misunderstand what that scriptures mean when we say, my God supply all my needs. When we say, I can do all things for Christ. When we say, I have the mind of Christ. And I believe that we, we struggle to fully live out those scriptures and fully understand those things because we don't have a true revelation of the power that is in His blood. The power of what He did on the cross for us and that we as believers can fully walk in what He has for us. So we need to, we need to actually do a, 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 a study on, on the, the power of His blood. And um, like I said to my, my, my team this morning, I had about 16 or so um, A4s prepared about the, the, uh, and the blood because it, it goes so, so deep. So I think next year I'll do a, a, a sermon, um, a series about it. Um, we, uh, today we can only sort of begin with a, with a um, dipin van die ijsberg. But here's something amazing. This is a fun fact. It's a good thing. It says in Isaiah 46, verse 10, it says that God of the Father, He declares, how He speaks into being, the beginning from the end. The beginning from the end. So in the beginning, there was Adam and Eve. And they were perfectly created. They they walked with the Lord. They were in full harmony with Him. And everything that was within them, they were in, in the image and likeness of God. So everything that was within them was light, life, truth, and love, and all of that, who the Lord is. So that was in the be be beginning, but it says that the Lord also declares what happens in the end. So hear me now. In the end, which I believe we are truly stepping into, the Lord will again begin to bring us into that understanding of the power that is in His blood so that we can fully, in this end time 
um, generation that we can fully walk in life, in light, in truth, in love, that we fully understand the power that is in His blood, that we fully understand that we are not physical flesh thingies hanging around here, that we are beings of light because we are created in His image and His likeness. He is not a physical individual now. He is a spirit being of light, and we are made in His image. Do you understand that? Because we need, to, we, need to fully, we need to fully understand it. And there's this, this interesting fact about blood. That, um, as I did my research, I, I came on a few um, legitimate websites. So it wasn't someone on YouTube. It was legitimate um, scientific is there any legitimate science people anymore? Anyway, the most legitimate science website I've, I've, um, I've found, they, 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 they looked at blood because they saw that somehow in, in the blood that it carries life. And they wanted to know why, because who, um, who hunts here? Who's hunters? It's Namibia. So when there's a, a Sprimboki and, and he's without his blood, is he still walking around? No, he's dead. So they saw that in animals and in humans, so they, they, they thought, oh, but there, there's, there's this life, there's something in the, 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 the blood that carries life, and they want to try to, to, to figure out how does it work? What's happening? How does it carry life? And they, they came to the conclusion a few years ago, a lot of years ago, that, that the blood, as we understand it and as we, we, we see it, is, um, is congealed light. That's a big word. It means, it means that it is compressed light. It is thickened light. And when we, when we look at it that way, we see that, that um, science actually confirms how we were created in the beginning. That that what was within us before the fall was pure light and life. Because we were made in the image and the likeness of God. Okay. So they saw that blood is compressed or um, th thickened light. It's interesting, huh? It confirms how we were created. And, and, and again, that's what they see in us. But for us as believers, again, it, it says to us we need to know the importance and need to understand and walk in the power of the blood of Jesus. The power of the blood of Jesus. Because as a believer, His blood, because you're now in His 
bloodline. You're now a new a creation. His life is now the life that flows through you. It is within His blood that there's, that there's endless life within us. His blood has a divine uh, nature. Within His blood is, a, is the power to overcome. When we, when we if, 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 if we had His blood within us or um, with us, and we put our ear next to it, we will hear it speak and it will say, it is finished, it is done, it has already been overcome. You are healed. I have overcome already. We need to understand that and then walk it out and walk in that revelation of the, the, the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. There's nothing that we can do because He has already done it for us on the cross. There's this one scripture, and I'm nearly, nearly done. Um, in, in Leviticus 17, verse 11, I don't think it's on the board, but if it is, it's okay. In Leviticus 17 verse, verse 11, and it says there as well that for the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Old Testament scripture, but we need to see Jesus in this. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. And I love this. For it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. So as a believer, as a disciple of, of the Lord, you can actually say, verse 11 that says, for the life of the flesh is in the blood. You can say, for the life of my flesh is in His blood. For the life of my flesh is in His blood. And we need to understand that the real power has nothing to do with us, but it's in the blood of Jesus. And we need to walk in it. Amen. One last scripture, and that's, that's um, the last one before we close. It is my closing scripture. Hebrews 10, verse 19 to 20. And it's on the Amplified that I'm going to read it. Hebrews 10, verse 19 to 20. Okay, and it says there, verse 19 to 22, sorry, verse 19 to Twenty-two, It says there, Therefore believers, so it's speaking to us, Therefore believers, since we have confidence and full freedom to enter the holy place, the place where God dwells, by, by what? 
by means of the blood of Jesus. Let's, let's just stick to that one there, verse 19. Therefore, believers, since we have confidence and full freedom to enter the holy place, the place where God dwells by means of the blood of Jesus. So, nothing we can do or could do could bring us closer to God the Father. But, the, but with the blood of Jesus that we now stepped into as believers, we can confidently go straight to the holy place where our um, Lord and King sits, where He dwells. And it's only through the blood of Jesus. And then the next verse, um, by this new and living way. So it's not, a, it's not just a pathway. It's, it's like, like everything in heaven is alive. There's nothing dead. So it's a, a living way which he in, in initiated and opened for us through the veil as in the Holy of Holies, that is through his flesh. So what he did for us on the cross, his body represented that the, 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 the veil before the Holy of Holies, before where the Lord dwells. And through that, through what he did with his body on the cross, he made a way for us to the Father. And since we have a great and wonderful priest who rules over us, who rules over the house of God, let us approach God with a true and sincere heart in unqualified assurance of faith, having had our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. I love that verse. So in essence, what I want for us to understand today when we walk out here is when the world looks at us, what do they see? Do they see an individual, a believer in, 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 in the Lord, a, dis a disciple with that's, that's a being of light that you, you, you bring out? When the people look at you, they see light, they see love, they see truth. They see life. They see a God, image and likeness of God, or do they see a chameleon that sort of fits in with everything and everyone in, in the world that does not represent or walk in the power of the blood of, of the Lord within them? Because remember, we have a choice what to do with that life and light within us. We can, we can either walk in it and bring people to the Lord and represent Him, bring light and love, or it can actually separate us and we live in the world and we feed this thing and not Christ. So, so what does people see when they look at us as believers? As believers, the Scripture says that we need to be in the world, but not of the world. Because what happens when you're of the world, 
your blood starts to clot. And we don't want that. We want His light and His life to constantly flow around us. That we need to be an example to the world around us. And the, 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 the question we need to ask ourselves today is, is, is how loud should the blood of Jesus speak to us that we actually hear it, take it on, and then walk in it? Amen? Amen. Let's uh, stand and I'll, I'll pray for us. Our Lord, you are a wonderful God. We love you so much, Jesus. We thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you for your word that speaks about who you are. That we can just open your scriptures. And scripture speaks you. It speaks about who you are. It speaks about that you are, you are light. You are the light of the world. It speaks about you are life, that you are eternal life. It speaks about how you are truth, how you are the way, how you are the truth, how you are the light. It speaks about you that is love, the love that overcomes everything. I pray, Lord, that as a, a, a church, that you will bring to us individually a revelation of the power that is in your blood. I pray, Lord, that you will reveal to us that we are actually beings of light and that we carry your image and your likeness into a dark world, that in this world we are your ambassadors. We thank you, Lord God, that when we look towards you, we can see that this is not just a, a, a description of you, but this is who you are fully. We thank you for that, Father. We, we, we thank you, Lord, that as your disciples, as your children, that we can walk in that the, the power of your blood that we can fully walk in it that everything that we in this world that we face we can overcome because you already overcame it because of what you did on the cross we thank you Lord that when we look towards you no matter what happens in around us in this world, that we cannot be shaken because we hold on to who you are. We thank you, Lord, that it says that you declare the beginning from the end. We thank you that we can stand on your word. 
where we know, Lord God, that you have something great, unique, and special planned for these end of days, where you will bring into fulfillment each and every prophecy and the promise that you um, that you, you, you made for us on the cross and even before the foundations of this world. And I, I, I pray, Lord, that as people, as believers that are worshiping you, that are honoring you, that we, that, we, that are thankful for what you've done, Lord God, that we do the same as it says in Psalm 150, that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. So I, I, I pray, Lord, that when we speak, when we sing, when we pray, everything that we do, Lord God, even if we just breathe, that even in that we declare praises to your name. We thank you for that, Lord God. And I, I, I pray, Lord, for us as a, a church, and we also come bef bef before you, Lord God. And if there's anything here that does not declare your name, that does not represent your truth, your light, your love, your life, Lord God, that you will come and, and sh sh show that to us. And we pray, Lord, that you will remove that from our church that everything we do here is also in the image and the likeness of your Father. We love you, Father. We love who you are. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen.